I Needed That podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and NeuroGum and Mint. Absolutely. So the first one would be NeuroGum. Have you have you heard about NeuroGum? I have. I actually bought a pack of this gum at a Sprouts one time. How were you introduced to it? So a couple months ago, JB, who's our project manager on our app, is like, dude, I've got the best gum in the world. You're going to freak out. He gave me a sample. I loved it. Um, and, and he is the funniest thing is like, not only does it make you feel great, increase your focus, but the flavor of it. I don't know how you guys did it, but you did it. And it's so good. It lasts forever. Go to the sponsor link, which we've set up for you at try slash. I needed that. That's T R Y N E U R O G U M.com slash. I needed that to enjoy energy, calm and focus whenever you need it. Try the gum, try the mints. You're going to love them both. Let's talk about better help. For so many people, it's an incredible service, and it's needed now more than ever. Amen to that, for sure. And what's so great about BetterHelp is it's the world's largest therapy service. It's all online, 100% online. So to get started, all you do is you answer a couple of questions about your needs, your preferences in therapy, and then you're off and you're scheduling uh, with somebody that is going to be able to talk to you. Now, what I love about BetterHelp is say you don't connect with somebody right away. There's, there's people waiting in the wings. Like, you can change therapists. That's no big deal. That's what I love about it, too. They'll actually match you up with someone who has uh, commonalities and has shared experiences. And so they can really connect with you because it's like, oh, yeah, well, I've been through that, too. And yeah. we're going to save you a little bit of money. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash I Needed That. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash I Needed That. And just so you know, we're going to throw all of this stuff in the show notes, too, because we really want you to take advantage of it. There is literally nothing better than talking to a therapist and picking up some tools to make your life more meaningful. And what I want to say to people is, is so many times we think about therapy and we think, oh, I'm broken. There's something wrong with me. There's almost nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You just need a couple of tools and tricks and strategies and something like to kind of set you up and get you to the next place, right? That's, That's it. Just like we need exercise for our physical health. Therapy is there for our mental health and you can't, you can't have one without the other. It's a holistic approach and I can't, I cannot stress it strongly enough. Yeah. So go ahead and take a look in the show notes, get a link to NeuroGum, better help, move 1 million, uh, learn from people who lived it.com is how you connect with me. That's it. That's all we got for you today. You ready to get into the podcast? Let's go, buddy. I'll start hitting record there. And then so we can start whenever you want to. You are driving the podcast ship today. Friends, thank you for being a part of this. I'm getting my finger ready. Yes, thank you guys. His finger is on the button. You say when, ready? Whenever you're ready. All right. I'm so used to you quarterbacking this stuff. We're going to go in three, two, one. I needed that. I'm down for that. I think that's cool. Well, Chris's podcast, I Needed That, co-hosted by Matthew Blades, is available on all streaming platforms, everybody. So this is actually where we get down into some really up some tactical stuff. I like and, and here we go. And Solutions and strategies. That's what this is all about. Bro, what? we just hit 100,000. We made $100,000? No, no, 100,000 downloads. Again, we're talking with Rachel from season five of my show. And tell you so how where are they now episode? It, it is. For those of you who don't know me, I walked away from my radio show with a year left on my contract. <laughs> Who's whistling right now? So welcome to episode number 31 of the I Needed That podcast, Chris yeah, Powell. Buddy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, buddy? Man, it's been a great morning so far. We've had a lot of meetings, some very, very exciting meetings taking place today. Um, we are 
getting so much closer to our mall tour here in Arizona, which yes. is really fun. That's going to be a blast. And uh, I'm just going to say some things out of turn. I don't care. Uh, but we had a really <laughs> uh, a fun meeting today with Lululemon and hoping to put some really cool stuff together with them and this tour. So yeah, man, I would say it's been a great morning. And then we just had this awesome meeting with a team that might be interested in producing the podcast for uh, either a pitch to a television show or, or like a YouTube series or yes. something like that. So yeah, dude, it's been a pretty decent morning. Yeah, we're off to a heck of a start on a right? Monday, right? <laughs> An action-packed Monday so far. I'm, dude, I'm super, I'm super excited about this mall tour. Oh, yeah. And especially the Lulu stuff. So, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but Lululemon, they they sponsor some uh, these these races, these 10k races around the country, and they are huge. And they get deep, they get this massive turnouts, and it's so much fun because it's a 10k, so it's so doable. So we're uh, we're looking so, to so do. It's so doable. It, it's so doable. <laughs> to people who like me who do not run, well, you know, a 10k sounds massive. Here's the best part: you don't have to run it. You can walk That's it. Right. You can you can even do a virtual 10k, and you could do it rowing or cycling or just. I mean, it's it's whatever works best for you. Okay. And so and and of course, Lululemon they do a great job with everything that they do. So this is going to be a ton of fun prepping a lot of people for this big race. And it's going down in Scottsdale in November. I know. It's yeah. so neat. It's like a traveling 10K is the way that they describe it. And uh, they just started it a couple of years ago. Scottsdale got the nod here in year two. Yeah. And uh, maybe maybe the two of us are going to be uh, on the front lines of that, which would be so fun. Yep. We're so working fun. on it right now. So well, stay tuned. We are recording this episode live while we are on Facebook Live today. And so I'm going to uh, periodically give some shout outs. I see that Andrea, Storm, Pia, Randy, Andy, Jarka, Gian, all listening and watching us right now. And I, I love it because all of these, all of these friends for are from completely different countries around the world. We got Jarka on there. Akosamash, my friend. Akosamash. From Slovakia. Yes. Akosamash Pia from how are Finland. You? What do you know in Finnish? I don't know any Finnish. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> then we're finished. Yeah. So then uh, there's the Manchester, UK. So how do you want to say hello to Storm? Cheerio. <laughs> they still say that, right? I don't know. Cheerio. Sto- Storm, help us out. Do you, do you got, what do you guys say for like, uh, for good morning? Let me see. We got Didi from Boston. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Well, I guess it's more like New York, isn't it? Or if it's a strong Irish influence, let's say top of the morning to you. There even, you go. even in Boston. There you go. Well, listen, we're going to have a ton of fun today on this podcast. We don't have a guest joining us today, but we are going to do um, a deep dive about promises here in just a little while. We're also going to do a ton of music today because I don't know about you, Chris, but I am obsessed with... With one hit wonders. <laughs> yes. You are. So, well, okay. I got a text from Matthew a few days ago. He's like, dude, you got to start thinking some one hit wonders. And, uh, and immediately this one song popped into my mind. And when he walked in this morning, his, he accidentally hit play. And it was a song that I was thinking of. And I was like, dude, you and I are thinking along the same right. lines here. Let's so, just, let's wh- just kick it up. This is this, you would say this is one of your favorite I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's... You like it. It's so good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Right said Fred. Yeah. I'm too sexy. So uh, I'm asking you to do something challenging and not look at my notes. Right. Okay. Okay. But I'm about to throw out five different songs here. Okay. Right said Fred's I'm too sexy. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to that. Oh, that was such a good song. Lou Baga, Mambo number five. Okay. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Of course, that was on my list. Sir Mix-a-Lot Baby Got Back. Yes. 
So when you think about those five hit songs, I would like you to put them in order of the success that it has brought the artist. Okay, I'm going to say Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, number one. Okay. I'm going to say um, Right Said Fred for number two for I'm Too Sexy. Okay. And then we've got- um, Sinead Lubega. Yep. I, I'm going to put Sinead over Lubega just because- it was in the late 80s, early 90s. That was late 80s, right? 90s, yeah. That, that was early 90s. Late okay. 80s, early 90s, for sure. And there was there just weren't that as many options for music back then. So I, I remember like when Sinead came out, that was massive. A cover from Prince. So, a lot of people don't know that. Is that what it was? Oh, no, I think it compares to is an original, it's a Prince song. Get out of here. Are no. You, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, I'll play it for you in a little bit. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, so Sinead O'Connor. So... It's a beautiful song, right? So good, yeah. Prince version so blows good. it out of the water. Get out. It's pretty good. Well, of course it does. It's Prince. So Sinead O'Connor, okay. big hit, nothing compares to you. Her net worth is $1.5 She is in fourth place. Oh, really? Deal. Yeah. And then I was going to say Mambo number five. Yeah. Lou Baga, Mambo the, number five is, uh, this is the song. A lot of people know this one. Yeah, this song uh, has him worth about a million bucks. Okay, okay. So Sinead comes in fourth. Yep. A million and a half. Oh, then Sir Mix a lot, of course. And then you that, got Sir Boy, Mix-a-Lot. that was huge. Okay, so so top three would be Sir Mix a lot, Vanilla Ice, and Right Said Fred. I'm going to say Vanilla Ice, then I'm going to say Sir Mix a lot, then Right Said Fred. Okay, you're close. Oh, man. You're close. Uh, right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy, Richard Fairbrass. Worth about five million bucks because of the song. Wow. Okay. Good for Richard. Vanilla Ice, <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. Yep. Uh, took in about 12 million. Yes. Okay. Pretty good. Okay. But when it comes to all the money, Sir Mix-A-Lot, net worth 30 million. Wow. Double you, you know what? Vanilla Ice. Because how many commercials did he sell that to? How many? I mean, that's, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take, yeah. That's. So an impressive list, and it shows you that a one-hit wonder can definitely be worth plenty of money. Wow. If you can hit. That's something. Isn't that crazy? Because, yeah, that, that song was so huge. And it, I mean, he sold it probably, I mean, thousands of different places. Since we're on ways. Facebook Live and we have an opportunity to ask, let's go. What's a better one-hit wonder song? Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, or Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back? What do you think? It's a really it's hard, tough one. I know because I, I take myself back to the early 2000s and it's like, you're in the club. Either one of those songs comes on and every single person in that club is singing every single lyric to the entire thing. We all know, this, we all know the lyrics. All right, so Gio both says Baby Got Back is the better one. That's so good. Andrea says Baby so Got Back is the better one. Gio also says Ice Ice Baby was ripped off from Queen, so there is this that. This is true. This is true. That Maria kinda... says Baby got back. Okay. I, I tend to agree with Andrea, Gio, and Maria, and I, I'm going to say Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. And Better the, song. The numbers agree with you as well, I think, as far as the millions in the bank. Right? All right. Yes. Better better second place song. Um, Lou Baga's Mambo number five or Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy. I'm going, I, I'm too sexy. You are? For sure, yeah. I don't know what, what it was. I never loved that Mambo number five. I didn't really either. Yeah, it's, and I, it's, it's a certain genre of music that I just, I can appreciate it, but it's just, I don't know. I'm too sexy. Again, it's a fun song. 
that you can throw on top of a million different things and get a laugh out of it. Right. That's the best part about it. like that song. How many times have you laughed because of something? Because when that song yeah. was put to, it's fun. A little kid doing something funny, or you know, your dog wearing a skirt, or something like that, right? Yeah. Don says <laughs> Don's going to disagree with us. She says Mambo definitely fun dance music. Don, you're not wrong. There that you go. that dead yep. beat and that rhythm is incredible. Fair um, to take us back to Sinead O'Connor and the song. Uh, originally being done by Prince. Yeah. Should I play a little bit yes, of it? Yes, okay. please. I've never heard the Prince version. I can eat my dinner in fancy But I'm telling you, man, both both play. And he did that first. Yeah. He, wrote, he wrote the song. He wrote the song. Yeah, absolutely. No way. Wow. And then Sinead took it and made a million and a half bucks off the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. With his blessing, of course. I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> Hopefully his blessing, not, not the record company's blessing. Though, oh, listen, I'm the sure song. Prince made a lot more than, than Sinead did. Yes, Prince, nah. Prince did all right for himself. In music, <laughs> in music you want to write the song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How does it work in the like uh, the in your when you were on TV on ABC Extreme Makeover? Like, who makes all the money in on those TV shows? <laughs> not not the I trainer. I know it's not. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that everybody else but the trainer. Who the production <laughs> production company and the network? Yeah, the network makes yeah, the, the biggest chunk. The network makes a ton. Yeah, because they sell all the uh, all the advertising. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So and then the yeah. There's there's a lot to then that. Then who makes the net who who makes the next It goes it goes network production company talent. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I uh, know there, there's 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 a lot to internet's but however if you created the show um, again and then you you sell the show to the production company then there's a lot to be done there. Um, I ca- I came into that space so green and so young mm-hmm. that even as we were like creating the show I didn't know what to ask for. Yeah. So I didn't get any credits. Oh, man, listen, <laughs> I, I, I know about 300 of those stories with regards to music. Oh, my, favorite, <sighs> my favorite story, and it's not their favorite, but one of my favorite groups is Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Old hip hop. For sure. And they made $50,000 on their first album. Wow. TLC, same kind of situation. And they had mega hits on that first album. And they wow. made no money off of it because they just got ripped off from the, yeah. the peeps. You know, my first year on Extreme Makeover Weight Loss Edition, I made more as a personal trainer than I did my first year on the show. Is that yeah, really yeah. true? Yeah, for sure. A year of personal training versus a year on the show. Yeah, but how much was it to, to train with Chris Powell when you were like... Well, then but the price went up once, yeah. once because, because that, that, that's the thing also. And then of course, after, after a season, after a season, we renegotiated, then it became a little bit more reasonable. So yes, yes. And so everything was good there. Oh <laughs> my God. I love it. It's, but I tell you what, the very first contract that you sign. In, oh, it sucks. It's terrible. Do my first radio contract. Do you know that I made $13,500 a year? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. But, but you got to cut your teeth and you learned the skills. Sure. And then, what, but the thing is, once you prove yourself, then you get to renegotiate. There you right? go. Yeah. That's there all you, you got to go. do. Yeah. How, how you prove start yourself. is not how you finish. No. Yeah. No. Prove yeah. yourself. Show up on time. Treat everyone well. And then, and just show them that you're 
wonderful to work with and that you can produce. There it is. And if you can do that, then. It's actually the business model with this podcast is we are at this very moment making zero dollars for, for doing the podcast. <laughs> yes. We're just doing it because we love it. Yes. And we love you guys. Yeah. And we're having so much fun with this. So we're just going to keep oh, it going. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Listen, uh, really quick. Uh, you heard about it up front, but I just want to make sure that you're reminded of it. We have a great partnership and they sponsor the podcast, BetterHelp and NeuroGovernment. Uh, we have specific specific links in our show notes so that you can hit those links. And then what has, basically the reason we ask you to do that is because then the company knows that they're investing in a good podcast. It's actually giving them a little bit of a return. Yes. I mean, I think most people (laughs) understand how this works. So um, if you want to take the greatest gum and or mints, Neuro Mints and Gum, the link is in the podcast. And if you're somebody who's considering talk therapy, Better help. That link is in the podcast. Yes, as well. Absolutely. And again, guys, we wouldn't have anything on here that we don't agree with ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when it comes to therapy, I saw you know six therapists in five years. I'm actually having a therapy session today too. Are you really? Yeah, you didn't excited. tell me that. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for it's, you. What are you guys hashing up? <sighs> overwhelm. Okay. Overwhelm. Like that's actually what when I was talking with her, setting the whole thing up, I was like, I'm just in this place. I was like, I'm. I'm not sad. I'm not depressed. My life is wonderful. I'm excited. I'm overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. With just so much. So I'm super thrilled about that. And then let um, us know what takeaways because a lot of people get to that stage of overwhelm. I certainly was there. And then that gets into that space where you flirt with burnout. And then that's when it gets real dangerous, right? That's yeah. But but I don't know if you feel this way, but for me, when I got to that stage of the game, it was like Anything, anything that got added to my plate, even if it was something awesome, it just felt like an, another thing. That's where Am I I'm speaking at. your truth right yeah. now? And, and, it's, <laughs> and it's too much to handle. Yes. To a point where I'll get a text come in from a buddy that wants to go to lunch and I, I can't even respond. It's just too much to even, to, to think about responding. And, and that's, that's, when I, that's when I knew, I was like, okay. I, I, I got, I got to start strategies. I got to start talking with someone on a regular basis again, because it's just, it's just reaching that point. And again, there's so many exciting things that are happening, which is all part of it. Like it's stress, right? Positive stress. There's a name for it. It's called you stress. There's distress, which is negative stress. And there's you stress, EU stress, right? And that's positive stress. There's all this amazing stuff happening. I should be happy. I should be thrilled. And I'm just, I'm, I've reached a point where it's like, I just keep focusing on the task ahead of me, but there's almost this weird feeling of apathy. Like I can't feel cause there's just, I just go from one task to the next, you know, I was, I was even telling Matthew guys over the weekend, I logged 19 hours in front of these screens, cleaning a database of, again, it's stuff I need to do because all the, all the information's up here in my head. Right. But at the same time, like these little things are coming in of, Oh, we need you to do this. Chris, can you please do this next week? Can you? And it's just like, oh man, I just, I can't right now. I need to talk to my therapist. Yeah. So long story short, I yeah, gotta, I gotta I'm talk so to someone. I'm so happy you're yes. doing that. I mean, literally let us know what she says. And, and, and you know this to be true and anybody else who's ever tried to be what I deem, because essentially you're at a stage of overwhelm because you're a high performer. So you're trying to do things that a lot of people are not trying to do. Right. Is that, you, you get that, right? Yeah. And we got a massive project coming out That's here it. pretty soon. So I just, yeah. And so on some levels, right, when you want to create something that massive, there is this stage of the game where you're just running. Yeah. 
and not, not, it doesn't really make any sense. It just feels like another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing. But I know, and I think you know, that in three months and in six months, you're going to be able to sort of look yeah. back and be like, okay, yeah, we built that thing. Now let's, let's yeah. keep moving. That's, you nailed it. And I've, I've been here, done this before. It's, it's the, and this is the grind. You just, again, sometimes you take those weekends and you just grind. Okay, you got to make me a promise. Yes. What's if your this? therapist tells you that this podcast is too much and it's too much for you, you got to tell me <laughs> and we'll pause it. I will. Because I, will. I care about you that much that if this is the thing that's overwhelming you, we're going to pause it. I will. I will let you know. And, and fortunately- We only do it one damn day a week, but if it's <laughs> overwhelming you, you let me know. Exactly. No, the, this podcast is not going to go anywhere because- and as I say it every week when we wrap this, I need this. Yeah. I needed that. And that's like henceforth the name, guys. Like this is it's also such a great opportunity for for us all to have a connection together and, and to share with you. And like this is why, you know, even when I have my therapy sessions today, I want to come on here and I want to talk to you guys about what I'm going through with my therapy on a weekly basis. I'll tell you what we cover. Because I mean, it's it helps me too. Yeah. So like this is this is all part, and I was even talking about this like on the Kelly Clarkson show and everything. This is part of my therapy. So this is good. Like, I, I think this is a good thing. Even right now talking about it, I feel better. Yeah. I was like, it's, again, it's just the more we can talk about it, the more we can open up and be just very transparent and real. Autumn's offering yeah. up her services for you. She says, maybe you need another personal assistant. She's available. She's <laughs> awesome. She'll let you know. We'll let you know. Thank you, Autumn. Hey, thank um, you. Thank you. Real quick, just to pivot fast, because I want to get into our deep dive here about promises. Um, a couple of things I wanted to bring up. You are packing for a trip today. We just got back from our amazing little summer vacation. Where are you guys headed? I'm heading actually to, uh, of all places, Sir Mix-a-Lot's hometown. San nope. Francisco? Nope. Nope. Go north. Seattle. Yes. The sea town. He's from Seattle? He's from Seattle. So is um, uh, Macklemore. I didn't know that. Yes. And of course, all the 90s grunge bands that we play on here. Yes. Oh, Tina knew right away. Yes. Tina knew right away. So did Jennifer. Yes. Damn, you guys are amazing. Let's go. What are you going to do in Seattle? That's where Bapa, Bapa and Yuki live in Seattle. So I'm taking Cash and Rubes up to see their grandpa. <laughs> what you guys Yuki. do? We went out for Baba and Yuki. <laughs> it totally does, doesn't it? <laughs> right, right. Sounds like Ethiopian food or something, <laughs> something doesn't it? Like that. Um, do you yeah. use teriyaki sauce? <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to take them up. Baba and Yuki, they live in uh, Gig Harbor, Washington, which is okay. just south of Seattle. And uh, so we're going to go up there and we do this every summer. And it's just part of our thing. We go up there and we go fishing and we go hiking and we just have a blast. I want to take you and your kids fishing. That has to happen. Yeah. We were just talking about this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. My kids love fishing. Good. That's their thing. Yes. Really? Yes, they, both of them, they absolutely love it. So- that's what we're going to be doing. Are you catching release or if you catch a big enough one, is that dinner tonight? We, we eat dinner. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. If they're big enough, if, well, they're, if they're big enough, you eat dinner. Oh yeah. Well, so, and, and my kids, they love salmon. Well, Ruby doesn't love fish so much, but cash does salmon. However, if Ruby catches a rainbow trout, she will. And then Bapa, like he like pan fries it. Yeah. 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 She'll like, tear it up with a little bit of breading. <laughs> Game over. So good. Right. Oh, yeah. Both of my boys love salmon so much. Salmon is actually the number one meal in our home. Oh, that's my jam. Is I it? Love it? It's so good. Yeah. And, and salmon is a, it's at least easier to debone than trout. Because Usually there's not many bones in it. No, not many at all. But you know when you're trying to, when you're yeah, eating yeah, yeah. trout, sure. the whole time, like, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you're scared to swallow every yeah. time you're like, do I swallow now? And then you're like, my tongue inside my mouth is like fishing around for all the bones before I swallow. Because you, you only make that mistake a couple times and you're like, oh man, it's not fun oh swallowing God. a trout bone. <laughs> that is so good. That is so good. Well, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. The kids, it will it be the kind of situation, let me ask you this, will it be the kind of situation where you get some downtime where you get some like alone time. Like are your folks the kind who will just take the kids and be like, Chris, you must be tired. You must be exhausted. We got them. We're going to go have a big day with them. You just go rest. They, they actually will. And which is wonderful. But you um, won't let it happen. Well, no. Because you like to be overwhelmed. Well, you you actually, Matthew, overheard the conversation with my team right before this. And I was like, guys, I'll be around all week just because we got a lot of planning to do. So they're already planning the meetings and everything throughout the week. But okay. It's okay, but we'll, we'll juggle it. You know what though? I am going to, I'll post pictures on, on my social. Okay. You guys will see how gorgeous it is. Like, it's just so pretty up there right now. And we can finally get out of this 116 freaking degrees down here. Don't get me started. My friends. I had the week I, from the weekend from hell. I know some of you are in Arizona, but for those of you who are not, who are, who are watching from around the world, I'm just going to put this in Celsius. It's about 47 degrees Celsius here which is like 116, 117 degrees. I'll put it like 47, this. 48. It's the hottest it's ever been in the history of life this <laughs> yes. past weekend. We broke all kinds of records uh, in terms of heat. My first air conditioner went out on Friday. Oh, get out you of here. You didn't know this, did you? That's everyone's biggest fear here, and it happened to you. Friday night, we're getting ready to go. I'm emceeing an event for a, a buddy of mine who runs this thing called the Million Dollar Teacher Project. Four o'clock, we start feeling this. He's like, that, that's hot air blowing out of the thing. Oh, and it's 116 at this stage of the game, right? But we have to go. We have to leave. We don't have a choice. So we leave. We, we, we text. We get a little appointment. The guy comes in the next day. Luckily for us, it was just a capacitor. Oh, wow. Okay, so he replaces the capacitor at to the tune of 350 bucks. Okay. This That's, little thing. But, but okay. you know what? You will pay that. You'll pay $3,000 at that point. <laughs> yes. I was you say. are absolutely <laughs> on the money, sir. And then lo and behold, he comes and fixes the thing Saturday morning, Saturday evening, our other air conditioner blows out. Oh, get out. No, no, I'm not joking. This was my weekend. <sighs> and so they came out again and uh, they, they fixed it. It was another capacitor and it needed Freon. But here's what I learned this weekend. I know this is such a dad segment. Um, <laughs> they don't make air conditioners anymore that use that R22 Freon. They oh. haven't been able to make them since like 2021. So if you have an older unit that uses Freon, you're like screwed because once it's gone, it's gone. And they still make Freon, but it's expensive. How expensive? Oh. I'm glad to tell you. $318 for the first pound, $95 for every pound after that. Oh my God. How many, how many pounds does one of these things take? Well, I don't know how many it took. We needed three pounds oh. added to ours. So that's 500 bucks. Plus the 300 for the capacitor. So we were about oh, $1,300 out of pocket this weekend to keep the um, air conditioner on. But in relation to how much it costs to buy a new air conditioning unit that you have to use here in Phoenix... Yeah, you can't do it. I have three friends that that had to buy units this weekend. Oh, how much were they? Seventeen thousand oh. dollars for one unit. Oh, for one unit. Get out. Another friend spent twenty six grand on two units, oh. and a third person had to just buy one unit for twelve grand. But what else are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> what else are you gonna do? That, and, that, that, and that's where they got you. 
I mean, I, I'm, this summer has turned out to be extremely lucrative for the oh, uh, man. for the air conditioning companies. I'm yes. telling you, screw the podcast industry. I'm going into the oh, heating and cooling man. business. Wow. No uh, kidding. Not wild. Seriously, let's go into the AC business. Um, I'm, you don't even have to ask me, bro. I'm <laughs> right. in. Oh, man. I know. So that That's was my brutal. weekend. So oh, we yeah. leave, when we leave here, I have to get to call my financial guy and say, um, yeah, I need some money. Oh man. Please, okay. Please, <laughs> sir. Seriously. I need some of my own money that I was hoping to save for my retirement. Oh, but screw that. That's it. You got to live. You got to live. Yeah. Oh, buddy. So, yeah, that's out. That, that was my weekend, man. That's sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, um, listen, we've got, uh, where are we at here? we got about 10 minutes left. Wow. And so why don't we, uh, why don't we jump into today's deep dive a little bit? Um, and I'm excited that you're going to jump into this conversation about promises because number one, it kind of tees something that is to come. And number two, it's just a really, really wonderful thing to get reset. Around. It is. It is. And it's, it's something that I think we need to keep reminding ourselves about because, Okay, when it comes to, pro- to promises, okay. I've I've worked in the space, I've lived in the space of helping people change their lives for quite some time. But of course, I couldn't speak passionately about it if I hadn't gone through my own journey of transformation as well. And it was it was actually the lesson about keeping promises to myself that it connected with me more than ever. And that's that's what really helped get me out of my own problems with addiction, et cetera. And so I took so many of the same concepts and I'm I'm so passionate about sharing them with people. Of course, I didn't come up with them at all. But at the same time, I saw the common denominator with all these folks that were coming to me that and aside from the fact that they were physically overweight, if you look beyond that, what I really saw was self-doubt self-hatred, despair. I saw all these different things. And so every single time that I would work with someone is I was going to take them through the journey of transformation. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but I just want to go a little bit, a little deeper on this one and okay. I, in hopes that it kind of connects with everybody out there. Whenever someone would come to me and that they're looking to transform, whether they were, you know, 50 pounds overweight or 250 pounds overweight, whatever that might be, you look beyond that because that is simply just a reflection of how they feel on the inside. And here's where I would go with that. Say I'm working with Sally and, you know, Sally wants to lose weight. And, but at the same time, she doesn't understand why she doesn't believe in herself. She doesn't love herself. And, I, and when I'm working with Sally, I'd be like, Sally, look, you know, you, you come to me to, to change here. But at the same time, I, I, I can tell you why you feel so poorly about yourself. I can tell you why you hate yourself. She's like, well, I'm, I'm a hundred pounds overweight. I said, that's not why, you know, you feel this way and you're struggling and you're coming to me for help because you've lacked so much integrity with yourself. And you can imagine, of course, how that lands. She said, hold, hold on, wait a second. I said, well, before, before we go any further, we have to define integrity. You know, it's doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And when nobody else is watching. When nobody else is watching. That's exactly. It. And she's like, and I said, and I believe, I, in fact, I know that if you tell someone else you're going to do something, you're going to do it, right? If you tell me you're going to show up tomorrow at noon, you'll be here. What time will you be here? I'll be there at 11.57. Of course you would. How many times have you told yourself that the diet starts Monday? 
And she goes, oh. You know, how, about, how, many, how many times have you told yourself, 2015, that's my year. 2016, I'm gonna 2017. I'm going to start adding more water. Yeah. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And, and Sally, just she just hits the snooze button over and over and over again until she finally has to peel herself out of bed. And what you don't realize, and I said, Sally, I don't see 100 pounds of excess body fat on you. I just see 100 pounds of broken promises. Mm. You know, and, and I've talked about that here, but, but here's the thing. You make a promise to yourself whether it was out loud in front of, the, front of other people or just a silent promise, the contract has been written. Your, your own integrity doesn't know whether it was written down or whether it was in your head, but it, the moment you've agreed to do something to yourself, the contract is written. And it starts to happen on a spiritual level. And when I say spiritual, there's, there's no religious connotation here. But it's just, like it's, if you want to speak the, the, the language of the soul, of your spirit, there's no greater act than to honor your spirit, honor yourself, than to do what you said you were going to do. You know, so I go to Sally and say, Sally, if you had honored that promise of the diet starts Monday, you wouldn't be here in front of me right now. You would have honored that promise. You would have understood the nature of, and the power that's, that's within that commitment, that contract that you've made with yourself. Mm-hmm. And what's happened is that, you know, people find themselves in a really <clears throat> dark place, promise after promise broken, but we can, we re-engineer that and you can build someone just back up just as powerfully promise after promise kept. And that's, that's the, that is the journey of transformation has nothing to do with diet and exercise and mindfulness and breathing and all those different things. They're wonderful. Those are the tools. Those are the tools. Those are the components. The actual journey, the spiritual journey of transformation, again, no religious religious connotation, but the spiritual journey of honoring yourself, promise after promise after promise kept. The, the, The goal from a coach's standpoint is to teach everyone how to love themselves and, oh yeah, you lose a lot of weight in the process. Mm-hmm. But a- as you go through that, you build that confidence and that esteem and all those different things. It's like, that's, that's the real end goal. It's like, what do we really want here? You know, it's like at the end of the day, it's like, we really want to genuinely love ourselves. Yeah, but then man. if you say that, but then you say the word love, what is love? It's like a deep appreciation. How many of you really have that deep appreciation for yourself? And a lot of us, we can say, I don't, you don't, I don't because have if it. you did, you wouldn't make the choice to put, to neglect yourself or to not give yourself your basic needs. Exactly. These types of things. And the only way to, to, to build that love, that, that appreciation is promise after promise kept to yourself. And now I'm going to go a step further as a coach and say, one of the biggest mistakes I, I see people make is they take on way too much. They yeah, too promise, promises they promise too much. Too big. Both. Okay. Too many promises and, t- and too big of a, of a promise. They say, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'm going to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to measure all my meals. I'm going to do 45 minutes of cardio. Whoa, stop. It's my job as a coach to pull you back to something that you know you can keep every day. Because remember, if you break that promise, we know what the ramifications are. And that's, it's everything that we're trying not to do is for you to lose more belief in yourself. You have to shrink it down to something that's so doable every single day that you can continuously build upon it. And when you do that, you start to believe in yourself and you can build that esteem and that confidence. And when you start to do that, man, you, you reach a point where you start asking yourself, well, if I could do that, what else can I do? And as a coach, then it's just my job to get out of your way. Amen. And that's, and that's why it's so easy to believe in people because so many people are, they're approaching transformation 
looking for the power to happen extrinsically. They think the power is in a treadmill. They think the power is in the diet. Mm. They're always looking for the right workout. They're looking for the right diet. It's right here. Isn't it's, it? it's always it's always right there within you. There's a million diets that, that are going to work. There's a million workouts that are going to work. But if you shift the focus to turning within, to keeping your promises to yourself, at the end of the day, that's that's where transformation occurs. Amen, brother. Thank that's you. It, man. That's a great deep dive Absolutely. today. I can't talk about it enough, man. Oh, that's, I just that's a game changer. love it. And thank you to everybody who is watching along this episode today. It was kind of fun to give you guys uh, a look at the whole podcast and bring you in for the whole experience. Uh, Gio says, we call it small victories in my therapy sessions. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. Um, Andy says, do you guys have your podcast on iHeartRadio? We certainly do. Look for the I Needed That podcast wherever you get podcasts. As a matter of fact, we'll end today with USC Girl 19, who on Apple Podcasts left a five-star review. And uh, she said this, I've never been one to regularly listen to podcasts until now. I find myself looking forward to each Monday morning so that I can listen to this podcast. Such a positive influence and quote unquote, real talk, highly recommended. Oh, I love that. that wonderful. Hey, thank you, USC Girl 19. I needed that. That's amazing. I needed that too. Amen. Thank you. All right, dude, listen. Have a great time in Seattle. Yes, thank you. Enjoy the time with your fam, and we will be back next week. We have an amazing couple of podcasts coming up. We're going to have the one and only Alexi Papas uh, join us. Your old friend, Bruce Pitcher. Yeah, he's coming on. This is going to be a fun one. Merbod, who was on your show. Yep. He's going to come on. Yeah. Because I think these people really, they like loved the Where Are They Now episodes. And we've actually got a guy coming on, Alexio, who was not selected for the show. He tried out for the show, was not selected, and he went on to completely transform his life in every way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. It's an incredible story. I can't wait to share with you guys Alexio's story. Good stuff coming up. Autumn, she says, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Look forward to next week. Maria says, I can't wait. Tina's got all claps. Cynthia says, thanks. Have an awesome day. Maria says, oh my God, I love it. We do too. Have a fantastic week. Don't forget about our partners, BetterHelp and Neurogum and Mints. Their links are in our show notes. We'll see everybody next week right here on I Needed That, friends. See you guys. Bye -bye. Love you guys.